where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Greg Amzinger is one of the nicest people in the world, standing by, by the way, on the Brown and Group and Celebrity Line. Last year, invited me to a game down the stretch uh, from the green seats. We watched the Padres play and had, had a great time in the, the green seats, but we weren't directly behind home plate. And uh, first of all, Greg, good morning, and thanks for inviting me to that game. We had a great time. Oh, we had. I mean, we were chatty cappies, weren't we? Yeah, it was, I mean, we couldn't stop talking. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah, so last night, Matthew Rocchio was directly behind home plate. If we saw the home plate umpire, we saw Matthew Rocchio. He was owning it last night. But he told us that they took the cup holders out from the green seats. Why? I don't <laughs> get it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we, we needed that problem. What we needed... Uh, they had to stop feeding us food. Uh, and it wasn't because of the two of us, but my friends that were with us in those seats, um, they needed to cut those guys off. I mean, the, the amount of calories that were overflowing in, in the green seats that day, um, it, it was it was very unhealthy. It was very unhealthy afternoon. Unhealthy, but in a, a strange kind of way, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> One gentleman in particular, who will remain unnamed, I think 10,000 calories in one afternoon. Wow. I get it. When you get free food, you go there on a mission, but you also want to leave and see your family after the game. He wasn't thinking that way. If he was taken out in a stretcher because he needed open-heart surgery because of his performance that afternoon, he was fine. It wow. was odd. At some point, I told him, Pump the brakes, man. Well, it's okay. It's okay. And he looked at me and he said, free food just tastes better. Just tastes better. You know, just because it's free doesn't mean you have to go full Kobayashi. <laughs> yes, I don't get it. My dad did the same thing at Ponderosa growing up. <laughs> I looked at him and I'm like, man, you know how this ends. You know how this ends. You regret it. You're in the bathroom for an hour and a half. So just chill. It's okay. We'll come back tomorrow. Uh. It doesn't all have to happen. It just doesn't. Shout out Ponderosa, by the way. Okay, Greg, well, as the Cardinals get ready to face the Phillies, they're going to be without Bryce Harper. He's out with that broken left thumb. He had successful surgery. There's no timetable for the, for his return, but the Phillies are hopeful that it might be four to six weeks and that he'll play again this season. But will the Phillies be in a position to make the playoffs if they're missing the reigning NL MVP for that long? Well, I had a great conversation the other day with former Astros manager Bo Porter, who's been teaching defense, outfield defense specifically, uh, for a long time with multiple uh, organizations. And what he said to me was eye-opening. He said, for the first time, I can legitimately tell you that a baseball team is so bad defensively that they have no chance of winning and going to the postseason. And that is his take on the Philadelphia Phillies. And in a day and age where 
we, we talk about spin rate. We talk about velocity on the mound. We talk about slug and on base for so many teams offensively. I, I can't remember specifically talking about defense either helping a team this much or hurting a team in the case of the Philadelphia Phillies. According to Bo Porter and, and Steve Phillips, former Mets GM, who does great work on Sirius XM, we just hired him. Uh, his first show was the other day on MLB Network. I was with him. They both agreed unanimously that this is the worst defensive team we've seen in years and that while we're, we're caught up on Bryce Harper's bad not being in the lineup, the fact that he's no longer the DH means they can go get a Michael A. Taylor from the Kansas City Royals who can play defense in the outfield. They're so bad defensively that they can't win. They, they've got a rotation that is either striking you out or you're hitting the ball in the air. And because of that, they've got the worst outfield in baseball, and, and, and they're not going to win. My counter is my counter. I don't think Matt Holliday – John Jay and Lance Berkman winning any gold gloves in 2011. That, that was not a great defensive outfield. And they won the World Series. So, according to Bo, if the ball was hit at them, you make the catch. He's like, these guys, they can't play the outfield. Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos should not be in a corner outfield spot. And his point is, it's a lost cause. I disagree with that. I think they could go get a Nelson Cruz. They could go add a bat. Someone that could go into the middle of that lineup as DH and still somehow with their rotation, which I still I still like, and the names of the bullpen aren't bad. The Mark Appel story last night was heartwarming. I still believe the Philadelphia Phillies could squeak into one of these postseason spots. They're only, what, three games out of the last NL wildcard spot. They have a chance. They'll get a bat. You can't wave the white flag. And Dave Dombrowski's at an age as a front office leader where he's not rebuilding. He's not worried about 2023. He knows they're all in right now. That's why they fired Joe Girardi. So I think they're going to go bat, and you're still going to see the Philadelphia Phillies try to get into October. Greg, when you talked about the 2011 Cardinal outfield defense, the first name that came to mind for me was Nelson Cruz because of the fact that he helped the Cardinals win that World Series with his outfield defense. That is, that's a great point. I mean, that, if you have a good defensive outfielder, the history of all lifetime. But if you got a guy who knows how to play the outfield, if Mookie Betts is playing right field for the Texas Rangers, they're celebrating the World Series. But think about that. Yep. This stuff does matter. It really does. And, and I grew up, I fell in love with the game because of a team that didn't strike out, played amazing defense, and stole bases. So a team that is taking away hits, not giving away extra outs like the Philadelphia Phillies are doing, which the 80s Cardinals never did, uh, you can see Bo's point. And, 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 you know, that 2011 team did have sure-handed infielders. It wasn't uh, everybody clanking baseballs off their mitts. So while the outfield wasn't winning gold gloves, they fundamentally – we're better than what we're seeing in the outfield for the Phillies. Greg, I want to ask you about Jack Flaherty. Obviously a big point of consternation this week for Cardinals fans. He is now on the injured list list after experiencing that dead arm in his third start. Are you expecting that we'll see Jack Flaherty pitch for the Cardinals again this year? I do believe we'll see him pitch for the Cardinals. He was last year. Uh, in this channel. And I think both organizations are sort of up at the moment. 
and they're looking at all of these pitchers who have been giving great auditions. I mean, it has been a growing theme. Uh, guys that could be on, and and they know scouts are in the stands, and it's like senior year of high school all over again for them. And Madison Bumgarner looked great the other day, uh, yesterday, five innings. Wasn't efficient, but he gave up one run. How about Kyle Hendricks? The last start he had was against the Cardinals. Seven and third, scattered a couple hits, didn't give up any runs. Frankie Montas, I know he took the loss. But, man, he was throwing 98, and, and he was great against the New York Yankees. Only gave up a couple of runs. He was really good. Don't overlook Chad Cool of the Colorado. He's been a pleasant surprise. ERA in the three range. Here is a wild card name. Wild card name. I would kick the tires on this guy. Patrick Corbin. Mm-hmm. Now, don't if you go to Baseball Reference and look up his stats, you're going to roll your eyes and go, Greg Hamsinger had a long night last night. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with this guy. ERA over six. He's been serving up a ton of home runs. But if you're looking at a left-handed pitcher who can throw 95, which is where his fastball sits, and he still possesses one of the most unhittable sliders in the game, I, I know it sounds like a long shot because his last three years, he, he has been a failed starter. But he reminds me, Randy Michelle, of Robbie Ray a few years ago. And it was at the trade deadline. He was sent to the Toronto Blue Jays. And Ken Rosenthal laughed at me. I didn't understand the move. And I'm hosting our trade deadline coverage. And I go, Ken, the guy's got easy gas from the left side. He's got swing and miss stuff. Teams look at that and go, maybe we can tinker with him and fix him. And Ken Rosenthal's like, great. He's not getting anyone out. His ERA's right around seven. I don't see that as a reason why. I think they're looking at him as maybe a bullpen arm. And I politely disagree with that. Of course, he ended up winning the Cy Young next year. Matter of fact, next time you have Ken on the show, remind him of his story. He loves talking about it. He loves talking about it. I was, I was totally right. But I think Patrick Corbin is an interesting guy. Now, he's got three years left, and he's got a lot of money left in the books. The Washington Nationals would eat a huge chunk of it. And I think if you a two-year-old guy who's been part of a world championship team and in that run came out of the bullpen and was okay doing that. A guy that will take whatever role you want, he's interesting. But I think the Cardinals are going to have to seriously look at all of these auditions and, and try to hone in on someone to go get. And I've been staying away from that for a while, but it looks like Flaherty is not going to be a horse that, that did what Sandy Alcantara did last night for the Marlins against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals at some point are going to need a guy who eats up a bunch of innings and, and gives that bullpen a break down the stretch in September. And it's, you'd be hard-pressed to believe that Jack Flaherty is going to be that answer. And, Greg, last year the Cardinals go out and get John Lester from Washington. He had a 5.02 ERA with the Nationals. He winds up coming here and cutting it down by seven-tenths of a run per game. And he figured things out with the help of Mike Maddox and Adam Wainwright and some of the veterans the Cardinals have. Took advantage of the ballpark, took advantage of the defense, and he was much better. I could absolutely see a guy like Corbin or a guy like Mad Bum, or most importantly, I don't think the, the Cubs would do it, a guy like Hendricks coming in here and taking advantage of the surroundings and being a lot better than they have been so far. And we've seen it so many times. For some reason, a guy puts on a Cardinal uniform and he pitches at a different level. We've seen it with the New York Yankees. When they acquire somebody, they get the best out of that guy. Uh, the team that, to me, I think Corbin profiles for is San Francisco Giants. The Giants are going to have to add well, Alex Wood was better last night. He's already still over five. They don't have a fifth starter. Uh, the top of that rotation is awesome. Logan Webb, Carlos Dunn. But this team's good enough to, to, to actually get into the playoffs and make some noise. Evan Corey is playing like Longo from 
Bay Rays days. Uh, Wilmer Flores is a godsend. I, Jock Peters is going to be all-star starter. He's up for 37 bombs. I like this year's Giants more than last year's Giants when they had Buster Posey. I'm not kidding. I like this team better, and, and they need to add a fifth starter. I think Patrick Corbin goes into that spacious yard, trusts his fastball more, and, and uses that great secondary pitch. And I, I, I just see Patrick Corbin going somewhere. His last start was great. He pitched into the eighth night. And we have to stop looking at season performances. Look at what's coming out of the hand right now. And if your group, when I say group, pitching coach, analytics department, thinks they see something, you should pounce, especially when you get a guy who's going to give you a couple more years. It's not going to be a rental. And that team that you're dealing with isn't going to ask for any talent. They want you to take great. They're going to eat a lot of it. So if you want to hold on to your prospects and pay some money, that I think a guy like Patrick Corbin makes some sense. Hey, last thing, Greg. Shohei Otani has a 997 OPS in June and 1.88 ERA in June. He was unbelievable in the month. And I, I sincerely hope, I know that you guys on MLB Tonight, on MLB Network, are paying attention to it all the time. But I hope nationally fans are getting an idea of how incredible this is. It is unbelievable to watch a guy go five and two-thirds, strike out eleven and look like the best pitcher in the American League. I say that because I was just watching the same day. It was record at 10-3 and with a 2.03 ERA. But the stuff isn't – and it's stuff's still good. And he's in the mix for Cy Young with Shane McClanahan of the Tampa Bay Rays. But it's hard to watch a guy whose focus, his whole job, is every day. And numbers are comparable, but maybe not as important when you watch the eye test Shohei Otani is more impressive just as a pitcher. Now we have to remind ourselves that he's on pace to hit 34 home runs. Like, it is just astounding what we're watching. I only talk about it all the time, but I'm living it. I'm, I'm on MLB tonight till 1 o'clock in the morning every night doing West Coast Live look So I was watching Shohei Otani go 5-2 and thirds. They took him out of the game and he had 11 strikeouts. And the very next half inning, he's swinging so hard <laughs> Try to hit a home run against Michael Kopech. It looked like he pulled his back out, but he was fine apparently. But he's swinging that hard. He has his own rules. They leave him alone in Anaheim. That was created by Joe Madden. I think as long as he's healthy and he has an ERA under three and a half and he hits over 30 home runs, he's automatically, automatically, I don't care what the Angels record is, one of the three finalists for MVP each and every year. Get used to it. Don't complain about it because you're just giving away the magic that we're witnessing in front of us. We will never see it this time ever again in our lifetimes. We'll see two players, but not like this. He is the unicorn. He sure is. Greg Amsinger, always great to have you with us. We always appreciate your time. And uh, I, I again, I'll go back to last September. I admire our discipline in the green seats. Yeah, people can see us and they know who we are. So we can't pig out with sauce all over our face. I mean, people will be really concerned. And with iPhones today, that, that would be a viral thing. Mm-hmm. Like, my goodness, what is wrong with Randy and Craig? I mean, slow down. Are they are they on death row? They didn't let us know. Is, is this their last meal? That go everywhere. Be a <laughs> You're the best. Have a great day. See you later. I right, take care, guys. Yeah, that is the great Greg Amzinger, MLB Network. Here's one thing about Greg. The I think 
Fernando Tatis Jr. was leading off. Mm-hmm. And Greg is around baseball literally all the time. He, yeah. he lives baseball. He's every single night. And Tatis leads off by hitting a ball to the wall in right. And Greg is up out of his seat going, oh! That's awesome. Just such a huge baseball fan. Now, you, we, you, can, you can hear the passion, right? Of course. But when he jumped up out of his seat, did his hair move? Oh, no, 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 no. What a pro. What a pro. No, that his hair does not move, Michelle. It's so impressive, Randy. Because yeah. he he's demonstrative. As you said, you you see the passion when he's talking on MLB Network. You see him getting into it. Not a hair out of place no. ever. It's really a sight to be to behold. So when I when the PGA was here and I texted him, I said, hey, what size cap do you need? He said, the biggest they have because he's got the big head going. That's right. So he does, the, the hair does move at times, I know. But, but not, we, not when he's on TV. Not when we're seeing it, no. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.